truth, justice, pop culture. These are the Kryptonian Chronicles. Welcome to the Kryptonian Chronicles. On this episode, Jake and I speak to the legendary Faz Guardian. Listen in as we speak to him about his cosplay ranging from Captain America to the Green Arrow to Thor and more. We discuss a little bit about how he got started into cosplay and, of course, how it is that he crafts his cosplay and where he gets his supplies from, as well as who he works with to make his cosplay the most amazing that he can. We also speak a little bit about Brian Zapp and we share our feelings of him, our memories of him, and just how much of an amazing editor he was. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of The Kryptonian Chronicles. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of The Kryptonian Chronicles. I am your host. You guys know me as Superman14JF. And joining me, as always, is my esteemed co-host, Andrew, the Melbourne Superman. Andrew, how are you today, sir? Good, man. Can't complain. Same old. Just went for a nice uh, five-mile run and, uh, like, uh like a sub seven minute mile pace. So I'm like tired and loving it and just ready to talk. I don't know. That has no, well, no relevance to anything, but I just felt like throwing that out there. That sounds hideous. Okay. <laughs> well, we have a very special guest on today's show. Um, obviously a guy who needs no introduction. He is uh, protecting Asgard most of the time. Sometimes he's dipping his toe as the green, green arrow. Uh, you guys know him as Faz Guardian. We know him as Christopher. Chris, how are you today, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me today, guys. Absolutely, man. No uh, pleasure to have you on the show with us. Uh, obviously, we've done a, a few collabs together. Um, we both admire your work very much. So we had to have you on and, and learn a little bit more about you for our audience. Uh, so first and foremost, why don't you just tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you're from and, and just, you know, how you kind of got interested in, in cosplay to begin with. Okay, how did I get interested? Let's so I'm I'm from Ontario, Canada. So you know it's 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 cold up here, but not that cold. It's definitely not Melbourne. It's uh, <laughs> not too bad here though. Um, I've always been kind of a, a bit of a nerd, a bit of a geek. So growing up, I really liked Halloween. It was always my favorite uh, holiday. I liked dressing up as a kid. Loved superheroes. As I got older, this uh, this costuming thing became a thing that people were doing, and I thought, well, I've got to get in on this. And it kind of exploded from there. I started out by joining a, a Green Arrow Facebook group and then sourcing a costume based on that group of, with all those guys. They had some uh, people who worked on the show and some props people from the show in the group kind of helping guide us cool. build things and took off from there and never stopped. Right on. I love Green Arrow, man. Green, I think Green Arrow was the... Uh, obviously, I'm a big Superman, of course, but I remember when Green Arrow first came out, what, 12 years? No, not 12 years. Maybe like eight years ago or something? Um, nine years ago, however long it was. I remember watching that show for the first nine time. Like, years. yeah, this is this is this generation's Smallville. Like, this is going to last. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even have a Green Arrow suit. Uh, like, just you just got so into it because I think it came at a time when there weren't like there weren't a lot of superhero shows on at all it's like smallville yeah. had been the last one and that had ended what i don't know uh, a Still year or two before maybe yeah. three years more but yeah it was just it kind of took us all by storm that I, I still remember the salmon ladder in the trailer 
<laughs> and the the um, I was just like, oh, I gotta learn how to do that. I never did, but <laughs> yeah, I was always interested. Uh, and it was introduced to Green Arrow uh, from the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, you know that classic saga where you know Batman uh, you know hires Oliver Queen, who has one arm to basically shoot a, a kryptonite arrow at Superman. And that's ultimately how he comes out victorious. So that was my, I was like, this dude's a badass, like a one-armed arrow man. And, uh, and you, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, no, but um, so he was your first character. Obviously you're also very well known for Thor. So how did, uh, how did you get into that? How long did you do arrow before you crossed over into, uh, in, into doing Thor? Okay. So I started with arrow probably as of season three of the show. So if we're saying that was eight, nine years ago, then like seven yeah. years ago, I made Arrow suit. Yeah. I upgraded it two or three times. And then uh, Thor Ragnarok came out. Hmm. And I was like starting to like Thor. He was like, I was always a big Iron Man guy growing up. Right. I was like, you know, Thor's okay. He's, you know, there's Iron Man, there's Captain America, Thor's a little lower. And then Thor Ragnarok came out and it completely changed the game for me. Yeah. I uh, just like the reinvention of the character the way that Hemsworth and, and Taika took the the role and made the yeah. character like funny, yeah. more relatable. Like I didn't know a lot about Thor from the comics. So the earlier movies didn't really hit me the same way, but right. Ragnarok really yeah. got me into it. And then by the time that Infinity War happened and the big Wakanda entrance happened, I was like, all right, that's my guy. It's done. I've, I've uh, changed yeah. my mind. <laughs> I made the costume as quickly as I could. And then I, I kind of went from there and no uh, signs of stopping now. And now I'm kind of, read a lot more of the comics, watched those movies again, and now I love Thor 1 and Thor 2 maybe as much as Ragnarok, but right. uh, that's really what got it going for me. Yeah. That's you know, awesome. it's it's funny, like, with Ragnarok, when it first came out, I wasn't sold on it, Like, but it's kind of one of those ones that have grown on me so much, and it is now, like, my favorite Thor, just because at first I was like, oh, there's too much comedy in it, but then, <laughs> like, the more I watched it, I was like, you know what, this is actually great. Like, I love this. Um, yeah. It's so I was the same as you, Chris. I I... I love Thor Ragnarok. Like my, so my dad's like a huge Thor guy. Like that was always his favorite Marvel character. So uh, for me, it was Wolverine and Thor were like my two Marvel guys. And, and, and Ragnarok's my favorite like solo Marvel film uh, for sure. I just love the, the reinvention of the character. And, and also like they really played a Chris Hemsworth and like, his own personality he's, like, he's a just funny basically dude playing, like oh like, yeah he's playing himself he's like, my favorite totally part in the ghostbusters movie like he's oh yeah oh yeah guy. when it's like a loud noise and he's like <laughs> over his eyes he's like a <laughs> he's a total dummy but uh um yeah and uh, but i went back after and like really got more appreciation for the first two um and then and then i i still remember when he arrives in wakanda in infinity War, one of the loudest I've ever heard a theater, like the theater I was in went nuts. Cause mm -hmm. I, I saw, you know, opening night, like a lot of us did. And it still might be, it's right there is like one of the best intros like ever, like hands down. So great choice on that. Mm. Ragnarok was the first Marvel movie that I watched two times the same opening weekend. Really? And then I saw it again a couple more times in theaters. I was always like, watch it once in theaters. And then when it comes out, you know, watch it every so often, like every, right every good yeah. big uh, Marvel fanboy like myself. But uh, yeah, that was the one where I was like, all right, I got to watch these at least twice in theaters, probably the same weekend and then go from there. Awesome. So it really kind of took my Marvel fan uh, to the next level for sure. And and so how do you, with your, with your, with your cosplays, do you, how do you, how do you commission them? Do you make them? What do you, uh, do you 
uh, so how do you do? The first one was made out of EVA foam. That's yep. my Infinity War suit. So I just uh, I made the suit. This uh, really great maker, Joe Land Props from Calgary, Alberta, made the light up parts of the suit. So he makes these uh, these lights and these resin, like these black resins that look like they're nice dark discs, but then you can flick the switch and they're big LED lights. Cool. So he That's did that. Awesome. My girlfriend sewed the cape for me. Joe also printed a 3D printed Stormbreaker kit that I put together. And then uh, my buddy Toronto Starlord painted because he's a big painter. So it's a lot of like, I'll, I'll do the things I can when it's something that someone else can do better than me. I'm happy to send it to them and, and let them make it better. Yeah. Smart move. Uh, there you go. Yeah. The recent suits have been like that too. Like I, I, I make things, I edit things. And then the second that someone else that's like one of my buddies can do it better, I'm going straight to them and making it as, as good as possible. Nice. That's, That's cool. how you do it. And it was it the same for your aero suit? Because I, I know you sent me pictures of your aero suit and they're like pretty spot on to like I, you know, they look legit like they're right off the show. So what about so the, the suits themselves? Not me at all. Cannot sew. Terrible. That kind of stuff. There's uh, there's this guy, his name's Pavel Fedorov, and he's one of the uh, one of the guys in the aero groups. He started by making screen accurate uh, hoods. And he's the guy who made my suit and my accessories. Just beautiful job. The guy's amazing. My one of my bows is a 3D printed bow. So I just like I, I got a 3D printed kit, put it all together, painted it. And then the other bows are just uh, regular bows that I put the stuff on, right? So you they're the nice thing about the Aero show is that almost all of the props are just store bought pieces that they heavily edited. Right. And because they had the guys there who were willing to tell you about it, they would kind of let you know the process and then we'd figure it out. We could do it ourselves. So that's kind of how Arrow came together. Okay. Love that. And like how I'm looking at, so that's what I was doing before is typing in uh, to get your, to get your Instagram page up. So like this, um, uh, going back to Thor, this, this, I think fourth to last uh, edit you did you're holding Stormbreaker and you've got the discs lit up on your chest. Is that, are those the discs that you were talking about? Well, I, I got to look at the photo. Um, <laughs> it probably is. It, you don't it know all of your photos by heart photo. like I do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. Those, the, those are actually my lights with just the lightning put on there. Yeah. So that's not that like sick. edited. That's actually lit up. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Like in, in, in person, as long as it's not outside, they, sure. they fully light up. Usually it's like a nice little blue with some white light on the outside. It's, that's so cool and how like how long does that stuff take like is it is it like a pretty quick turnover like because i know that especially jake and i we 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 talk a lot about how long stuff takes especially when we like commission stuff um it's going to take 12 weeks (laughs) no it's not um so how long does does it take for you to say from a to b put together um like uh thor we'll say thor okay so the the thor infinity war suit only took pretty much as long as it took for things like raw materials to be sent to me. And then in a, a, a blind sprint of excitement, I'd, I'd rip it through it in like an evening, or I think it took a couple of weeks to put together right. the chest armor where it was just when I wasn't working or I wasn't in school at the time, I would uh, put an hour into cutting something up or into painting or whatever I was doing. But yeah. uh, it, especially for that suit, not that long. The dark world suit has taken a lot longer just because of the, uh, intricacies of it sure the yeah. infinity war suits kind of like it's it's not plain but it's not crazy detailed some of the other suits that thor has are viking royalty like crazy amounts of uh 
of detail. I will say the cape on Infinity War took forever. Really? My girlfriend is a saint. It the amount of the, the fabric's really thick. Yeah. And it like three really thick fabrics in a row and she had to manually put her uh her thing through it and it was just wow terrible. So she's the absolute <laughs> best for fighting through that for me. You know it's it's funny like cuz uh cuz uh, my partner Erin she she also makes <clears throat> she makes a lot of stuff and she's she's always said that capes are deceptively hard just cuz yeah. it's it's not like nine times out of ten, I mean, sure, I have a couple of capes that are just big semicircles, but nine times out of ten, it's not. It's just like a bunch of fabric put together, and yeah. she's like, "Yeah, it's it's hard." So that's 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 crazy. uh, it's funny. My partner, uh, Kathy, she does her own as well, and she was uh, in process of doing a Wonder Woman. She was gonna do like the black cloak, and she got like a quarter way through, and she was like, "This is stupid. I'm not doing this." So she was like, "We're <laughs> just like, not gonna do this. We're we're done. We're done." Um, <laughs> um, also. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question. What is your favorite uh, version of the Thor suit? Mm. Uh, and then part two of the question, you have another edit um, or picture you did um, with uh, Captain America and Iron Man. And uh, who is this cute Captain America right here? I'm looking at that picture uh, right now. <laughs> You're such um, a tool, um, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Yes, I do. What's your... Yes, that's uh, that's the best Captain America I know. His name is uh, Jake Fogg. He's amazing. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms cool of the picture. favorite Thor suit, I go back and forth between Infinity War and Dark World. Uh, yeah. Infinity War, Thor's got the darker hair. It's the same style as mine, which is very helpful. For yeah, me. it's very it's very convenient. Yeah. Uh, the Stormbreaker is just an insane weapon. The uh, the way the discs light up is so cool and he's kind of at his most powerful there yeah. but dark world there's just there's something about that asgardian royalty look right he's got the flowing hair the discs are the best the suit armor is so intricate and mjolnir just looks really really good with that whole royal vibe so yeah depending on what day you ask me i'll go one or the other really it just depends on uh, for me personally for my suits i'm currently on a dark world kick because it's newer but I still kind of, if I watch Infinity War, I'll be like, that's my suit. If I go yeah. dark, uh, if I watch Dark World, I'll be like, that's my favorite. Hard to yeah. pick, you know? There you go. Well, maybe you'll get a new one out of uh, Love and Thunder. I'm sure he'll have uh, some version. Now he's probably going to be back in shape. So we'll probably get a new. Uh... I can't wait. To uh, by the way, have, have you done Fat Thor yet? I don't even know if I've seen. Have you done Fat Thor? Uh, so I, I did do an Endgame Thor, but I just took the same infinity war chest armor i i'm not talented enough to make it again but bigger this time it uh yeah, it's, the fact it's, i got it to be v-shaped at all is miraculous <laughs> I, uh, from sitting inside for the last year and a half now yeah i've been building my own endgame thor if, if you will but now we're trying to get rid of that so that you guys never see it <laughs> but uh <laughs> no no dedicated endgame thor uh big thor costumes oh, i think there that that has to i think that that has to happen because uh, that's that's like every everybody that went like and saw <laughs> when I saw that when I saw his uh, that Thor <clears throat> and he's just like just really I kept expecting him like especially when he like showed up at the end and he was back I was like he's gonna like morph his body's gonna morph into like regular Thor yeah. again and it didn't I was like oh this is great this is like good for everybody like yeah, this exactly. makes me feel so good about myself <laughs> yeah was, oh yeah, yeah. Cause pretty much in every other movie when he takes his shirt off you're just like I suck. I got to go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. It's like him and Henry Cavill. It's yeah. just like, dude, why? Like, why? 
It's why I like the Thor suits where they've got the scale arms instead of seeing my own arms because I'm, I'm I'm not competing uh, with them. <laughs> that's fair. That's why I love. Yeah, I mean, that's why I love a good Superman muscle suit, man. <laughs> there you go. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, the dude is going to be playing Hulk Hogan uh, in yeah. the upcoming film, so he's uh, yeah, he's a, a big fella. Um, but speaking of Cap, I forgot you actually did Captain America as well, mm. um, and we. Leather is it Leather Fashion Valley? Because yeah. my my cap is also from them. Um, I I for one have had a, a great experience with them. I found compared to most commissions, they're very fast. Um, mm. They're actually in the process of making um, uh, a Titans Robin suit for me right now. But um, what was your process with going with them? And then I think you did the stealth suit. So. What about that version? Did you did you like when you're choosing your Captain America suit? Because he has a lot of different versions. So why why that one? So I went with LFV because there's there's two main brands for it. And recently, yeah. I've been reading a lot more reviews of people saying that the other uh, brand just hasn't been as responsive. They started making errors when they're sending stuff out. They've gotten so big that they're just making errors because there's so many, right? Like I'm sure they're still right. a great company. But when everybody's yeah. going there, these guys are a little bit smaller. I think they've gotten pretty big now, but uh, yeah. they were smaller. They were taking customer criticism and making their suits better. My uh, stealth suit, they completely retooled the pattern for it for someone right before me who's an absolute diehard Captain America fan. So the whole cut is like absolutely perfect. They added padding in the right places. Yeah. They, the coloring was completely changed. So I was like, they've completely changed their suit. I'm going with those guys. They're doing yeah. an amazing job over there. I picked the stealth suit because, come on, it's the stealth suit. I'm not American. Yeah, I, 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 I was debating that doesn't matter to me as much suit. for red, white, and blue. That suit is just... It is a cool oh, suit. Like, it's kind it of like... Because, I mean... I, I must admit, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's weird. It doesn't have... It's not the classic red, white, and blue. But then I'm yeah. like, do you know what? This is so much... It's so much it's less it's uh, very militant yeah it's militant it's like kind of less campy um yeah. not that red white and blue needs to be campy but like it, it's kind of campy when you're when you're a superhero um yeah i think the self suit's awesome you look right in it it's a cool suit i'm looking at it right yes, now it is yeah it is no, i, I, I also say too have the end game suit mm. that's the one i had was the end game suit yeah, yeah. and it's uh, also beautifully done yeah yeah i've told andrew this uh and he was they're amazing it is the hottest suit I have ever gotten in, including muscle suits. It is thick. That material is so thick and layered. I had my, when I did my cap, it was 107 with heat index. And I literally had my like partner just dumping water down my suit. Cause I was just dying, but it is the hottest suit, but, but beautiful. Cause it's like a vest and then there's like an undersuit. Oh, so it was yours the same way with the cell suit. What, what you need is a screen printed lycra suit or lyrica. I'm not sure how to say the word, but yeah, th those ones are really thin. They're sort of like Spider-Man suits, but they're screen yeah. printed with extra detailing on them, right? So that's what my stealth suit is. So it's crazy breathable. My endgame suit can get a little hot. Yeah, it's the textured stretch, but yeah. the screen printed stuff is super breathable. I uh, for Halloween this year, I worked at my at my desk just all day in the full suit because I just, if I had any zoom calls, I wanted to kind of uh, surprise somebody, but uh, the, that one's much more comfortable. It's not nearly as hot. Yeah. Well, I am envious then I should have went with this. I knew I should have went with the stealth suit. Those were the two. And I, I mean like four is foam and pleather, right? So anything yeah. compared to that, it's going to, it's going to yeah. feel pretty good. Fair enough. Yeah. hundred percent. Fair enough. 
So let's go back to um, <clears throat> that picture that we were just talking about with uh, with uh, you and Jake and um, Hugo. Hugo. Yes. Is that who that is? Yes. Right on. It's a great. It's a great photo. It's dude. You look. By the way, um, you look like Stephen Amell in that photo. Like hardcore. By the way, um, <clears throat> not you, Jake. You just look yeah. beautiful as you are. Um, <laughs> but so obviously that photo was edited by Brian. Yep. Um, so let's let's uh, let's let's discuss that a little bit. So for those of you who don't know who are listening to this podcast, um, uh, at the time of this recording, Jake and I might have already released uh, an episode talking about Brian a little bit. But this is kind of the first time that we're recording uh, after what has happened. So a few days ago, uh, we were all kind of. Uh, told by Liz Wonder, who who sent out a a uh, a group message of those uh, to those of us who have worked with Brian that unfortunately he he passed away, and Brian was such a big part of the community and he left such just he he grew so many relationships. I mean, yeah, just with his with his edits alone, you know, working with different people, it's such an amazing thing to have to have done. So what? What have your experiences been, both of you guys, working with, with working with Brian? I'll let you go first, Chris. Go for it. Okay. So I I had uh, not a huge amount of experience with him, but every time I worked with him with with Jake, he was just such a fast turnaround, such a great edit. He has this this really special style that was very uniquely him, and you could see it in every edit that he did, and. You could really kind of feel the passion for what he had for it. He um, he'll be he'll be sorely missed. He was such a big member of the community. Almost every cosplayer I knew was either working with him or was going to work with him on something. He was just yeah, he was special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing definitely you touched on was his speed. I mean, I knew how many cosplayers to your point. So many people work with them, but yet you would send them something in in you know a day later there it is whereas you know i've had you know other editors that are great that take a week or two weeks to get some back to you some some people longer but so fast i'm like how does he do this but um to your point he had his own sense of style i think uh the beautiful thing about brian and uh, andrew i know you touched on this actually a little bit in the group chat was his legacy will go on and bring so many cosplayers together i know myself he was a huge part for me. I mean, I've, I've only cosplayed for a year, but he did probably between 30 to 40 edits with me. And we were talking all the time on ideas and in his excitement level to try new things. And, and would never, never, ever did I throw an idea at him that he was like, let's do it. Like, I'll try it. Like, even I would throw him the craziest ideas like, hey, uh, you know, could you make me like medieval Superman and put armor on me? Yeah, sure. He made me cyberpunk super. Yeah, I can do that. And never said no, was always up to try. And I think out of the 40 edits, I genuinely don't recall ever having to send anything back for like, hey, could you just change this? He just, boom, had it. Uh, and his ability to make cosplayers who were in different countries, you know, like, you know, the three of us, you know, we're all in different countries yet you would swear all of our edits we were in the same room together mm -hmm. taking a picture and i mean that's the the beautiful thing about him obviously his passion seeped through he was such a kind guy and and just um 
he would definitely be missed, but definitely not forgotten because, you know, of all the, the, the beautiful art he created. And really, he is a symbol of what cosplay is all about, because at the end of the day, he brought so many of us together and uh, let us. I think each cosplayer has had a moment when they've done an edit where uh, it doesn't happen often because halftime, like, you know, 90 percent of the time, I feel like a huge dork anytime I see myself in any character and it's just like silly but there's you know some of these guys are so good brian being one of them that he'll send you a picture and you're actually like oh my god he he turned me into a superhero and you, you know you feel like and that was his impact is he actually turned you into those characters and um he was he was easily one of the best and an amazing guy yeah i i absolutely agree i i agree wholeheartedly um you know for me very there are very few, I've worked with very few editors that will turn me into something to what you were saying, Jake, that I believe. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I, I can look at one of Brian's edits and be like, that would look great on a, po like if a, if Marvel or DC wanted to use that as a movie poster, it would be well received, like really well received. Yeah, oh yeah. And definitely, you know, both of you have touched on, he's got this amazing style and just like the simple thing of, adding that glow <clears throat> and jake yeah. i've spoken to you about this before like I've, I've i've tried to replicate that and i just i just can't um yeah. i don't know how he did it um but it's just either. something so wonderful and you know yeah he you know in in a time where it's so hard to uh to feel united he made us all feel united. You know, it's as cliche as this is, you know, there there really was no us without him. You know? Yeah. Um, us like united, really. man. He really he really hit that home. And I think the the simple fact that <clears throat> so many people have now rallied and uh, behind and, and started sharing his work. It's just, yeah. it's just incredible. I've seen so many people post that I didn't even know existed that were just like, you know, rest in peace, rest well. These are the edits mm -hmm. that I've had that this guy has made for me. He's, I, I, you're right. I don't think I've met or know a cosplayer who at least doesn't have some kind of degrees of separation with, with Brian. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. And one thing I think Chris touched on it is I, can almost always look at a picture and I go, Brian edited that. Yeah. You just know, it, it, he just has a very unique style and you're like, it's very real. He usually has some form of like light shining it. Like I can always break it down for you exactly. It's it's a very unique style and you, it's just him. Mm -hmm. uh, and I haven't seen, but to your point, I've seen uh, boss guys like Boss Logic, you know, post. I've seen Zack Snyder post something. I've seen, uh, um, Oh my gosh, uh, Ray Porter, um, who's dark side, post something. I mean, he his reach was far beyond just yeah. like the little cosplayers like us. You know, it was incredible. And, but and uh, the incredible it, thing yeah. is, like those people <clears throat> knew who he was. He would have known that oh, yeah. those people knew who he was. Yet he took the time to work with people like us, and yeah. he never kind of he never just phoned it in. Like he always put his heart yeah. and soul into everything. Like when 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 Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, I knew I wanted I wanted Brian to edit my, uh, 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 a, a Justice League poster of myself, one of the black and whites. And dude, like right away, he got back to me right away. <clears throat> you know, I've only done the 
uh, like four or five edits with him with of course with you uh the solo one with myself with uh with christina um but the fact that his reach was so big and he took the time to work with anyone is a real big testament to just him as a person yeah and one one last thing with him just kind of showing his passion and and I, i'm sure he did this with you too is Anytime he would do an edit, he would be so excited to the point where he didn't just show you at the end. He would send you like a screenshot yep. <laughs> of, of it, like halfway with like eyeballs or like just flame emojis. And you're like, yep, like, dude, yeah, you're 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 not wrong. And it just shows he he, he genuinely loved doing it, which is it, it, it show, it really showed because like you said, he didn't phone it in ever. No. And it was never just a simple edit with him. Like he no. was going to do something and be like. Dude, that is awesome. And I mean, a lot of people are like, yo, your edits. Dude, my page, I would not have nearly anything if it wasn't for him because he made me look cool so many times. Mm. Uh, and I owe him a lot, you know, because he did a lot. He did, If you go to my page, there's a lot of Brian Zapp on there. So yeah. he, he's he's an awesome guy. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you, Chris, um, you know, talking with, with Brian uh, about Brian. And, uh, but we'll, we'll find you. We're definitely going to collab a lot more. I know we have some, you're, we're going to dip you back into the DC toes here. Uh, the waters here soon. Uh, as far as like your future cosplays, are there any new characters that you're thinking about doing any, any, you know, dream cosplays that you would love to do? Um, right now, the only dream cosplays I can think of really are just better versions of what I have. I, uh, I'm, I'm big on iterating. So my, uh, my arrow suit, I finally gotten to a point after I, I want to say like eight years that I'm really happy with it. And I love yeah. my Thor suits, but if I could get eventually the one that's like the foam with the latex covering and like the special molding they use on the, on the actual movies, wouldn't mind that. Right. Uh, in terms of recent cosplays, I love the new winter soldier look in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that blue jacket. Yeah, very cool. I, I can see myself doing that. It would have to, uh, enough things would have to go the right way for me to be able to figure out how to make that arm, but that thing is beautiful. And again, it same is. hairstyle, right? It's, uh, Mar- Marvel knows how to get me involved. <laughs> they they plan all this stuff around you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Hey, when you said that, I just thought of Rocket going, I gotta get me that arm. <laughs> I gotta get me that arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get that on. I love that line. When he's like a rock and he's just spinning around with him, it's just like yes. <laughs> fantastic. That's awesome. Cool. So look, um in terms of uh where people can go to find you, dude, where where can we send people to to check out more about your cosplay, your, your future cosplay and past cosplay? So my my big thing is definitely Instagram still. So you can find me Baz Guardian on Instagram. I have a TikTok. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing there yet. I'm trying to figure yes. it out. So feel free to, to find me there too. And I, I think that's it right now. Uh, so those, uh, that, that's where you can find me. And then hopefully a con someday. Yeah, someday. Absolutely. Here's Absolutely. Hoping. Well, we will have links to all that in the show notes, of course. And, and, and was there anything else that we wanted to, to touch on while, while, while we've got Thor Arrow America here? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, just dude, you're, you're awesome. I love seeing your, your page. Always. You're always dropping awesome pictures and, uh, we really appreciate having you. Man. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me guys. This is a lot of fun. 
pleasure is ours. Look, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Kryptonian Chronicles. Make sure you check out the Faz Guardian on Instagram. Uh, I've been Andrew. You can find me at Melbourne Superman on Instagram, Vero, and YouTube. And I've been, of course, as always, joined by Jake, which you can find at Superman14JF on Instagram and Vero. So, look, thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Stay worthy. Stay super.